Welcome to the I and Team Podcast with Brian Smith and Mary Smith. You are more important to your team than you might believe. Everybody has something to contribute, and most importantly, that's influence. Learn more on today's program. Now, here is Brian Smith and Mary Smith. Hi, team. Welcome back to the I and Team Podcast. I'm your host, Mary, and I'm not here with my dad, Brian, this week. He's actually in Florida. Um, He had time to record something for our podcast this week, which is on balance. I just wanted to insert some of my own thoughts before we get into his clip. Um, So this week we are focusing on balance, but not so much a work-life balance. We're focusing on balance within the organization. And balance to me is about perspective, like most things in life. Um, It's what makes you feel like you're balanced inside. Some people find balance when they're doing a lot of work. Um, when they're taking on more tasks than maybe other people in their company or their division. And uh, that's okay if that's something that they prefer, if it makes them feel balanced and normal to do a higher amount of work than other people do. I don't see where there's a problem in that if they are comfortable doing it. So if you're one of those people, I think it's just important to be mindful that you aren't burning yourself out. And to also always know that you can ask for help. And I hope that most of your companies have policies where you can ask for help if you need it. Um, Because we all need help sometimes, even if you are someone who does like to take on more tasks than other people. Um, So when we're talking about balance, and really when we're talking about anything on this podcast, it's about your perspective of that topic. So what makes you feel balanced or imbalanced, that's important to note for yourself. Um, Balance is usually fair uh, within an organization. So when, so my dad gives an example later on um, about wages. So if you're at the top of a company and you're paying yourself an unfair wage, either skewed in one way or the other, that's not doing yourself or anyone in your company any favors or any favors. (laughs) Um, So it's important to know that in organizations that balance needs to be fair and it needs to take into account who is in your organization because we go back to it, balance is about perspective. And staying balanced as a leader is important. There are times when events with clients or customers or even within your own organization, they'll throw you off balance, but it's important to try to stay balanced or to appear balanced um, because as a leader, the people who are underneath you, who report to you, they really look up to you. So when you start showing signs of feeling chaotic, they're probably going to start freaking out too. And it's always okay to ask for help if you are a leader and you are feeling imbalanced. It's okay to ask your team and ask people who report to you for help to help you feel more balanced. And they will respect you more for that, for asking for help, rather than just kind of like going off and being chaotic. Because because when you create chaos, it really disrupts the balance of your organization and it disrupts the balance of people individually. So as a leader, it's important 
to stay balanced or to appear to be staying balanced so that your team can feel secure and strong in what they're doing. Um, and sometimes that's not really easy. Sometimes it's really hard, especially when something happens to us that triggers our negative emotions. Um, it's hard to show like your poker face and to stay balanced, but being mindful about those things, that's really gonna help your team and your whole company continue to move forward. Like there are places and times to release some of the negative emotions that make us feel imbalanced and that's not necessarily at work. And then it's important to stay balanced because if you are imbalanced, that affects your influence. When we're imbalanced, it can do all kinds of things to us. There are <laughs> lots of things that I could quote. It can make us feel anxious. It can make us feel lethargic. It can make us feel unproductive. It can make us actually unproductive instead of just like feeling unproductive. Um, there's lots of things that can affect our balance internally and externally. And it's important to try to keep things in balance so that we can remain a positive influence on the people that we interface with every day. Um, and I think for me, balance is really important because if we aren't balanced, then I don't think we have the right mind to make decisions. And that's not true for everyone. That's my perspective. I don't feel that when I am imbalanced, I can make rational decisions because when I'm feeling imbalanced, I feel anxious. And that anxiety, it inhibits my ability to think analytically. So that's for me. And also my perspective a lot on life and about balance is that life is something that you make it. Um, if there are things in your life that you can't change uh, and they might be adding like an additional strain to your life, I encourage you to find the opportunities in those moments um, to help you just be a better person and to help you find balance in life. For example, we just moved to Rockford and I work in Elgin and this is in Illinois. So. Um, in the morning, I drop Spencer off at work, and then I drive here to our office at Elgin. And so my morning commute is like an hour, an hour and 15 minutes. And then it takes me 45 to 55 minutes to go home at night. And that's really, that, that's like two hours, two hours and 15 minutes-ish on my day. And... I think that that much time would maybe throw a lot of people off balance because um, it does take up so much time, but I think perspective is really important. Um, that time in the car, it's not really productive, but it is me time. And so I look at it as an opportunity to listen to the music I want to listen to or podcasts or audiobooks or even just to think about what I want to think about. Um, so life is what you make it and I also remind myself that there are people out there in this world that do a lot more to get to work <laughs> than to just drive a car. Like I'm already fortunate enough to have a car 
to get me to work. So I think that when we're faced with moments in life that may make us feel imbalanced, we should look at why they're making us feel imbalanced and if that feeling of imbalancedness is valid or um, like justifiable. So that's really my only little tidbit that I want to add on and then my dad's clip is going to come next. Make sure to follow us, subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Voice America business channel. We push out podcasts every Friday. Um, I know that they're getting a little weird if you guys have been following us, um, but we're, we're so busy. My dad's traveling a ton. He's not even going to be back until September. So we're just doing our best to keep, be consistent and keep pushing out content. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter at iinteamseries. And if you guys ever want to talk to us or if you ever have suggestions or want us to cover a topic or have questions, please send us um, a message. We'd be happy to talk to you. Okay. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye. Good afternoon, everybody. Brian Smith here, the I and Team series and uh, the I and Team podcast. And I am in Fort Myers, Florida with a client uh, this week before my vacation. And it um, made me think about balance. And I know I think I've talked about balance a little bit in the past, but what I'm really interested in about balance today is um, not work-life balance, because that's important, um, but primarily about balance in your company, balance between sales and operations, balance between marketing and operational investments, um, balance in the time we spend on training one part of the company versus another part of the company. Um, it's really important that we have balance and that we understand that without that balance, we create liabilities. So, for example, um, I've had clients that hire us and they think the problem that they're having because they don't have any money is we need more sales, we need more sales. And um, maybe they do need more sales, but my first question when a client says that to me is, is okay, if I go out and I get you more sales and I increase your sales, uh, for example, in the KEC industry by you have two trucks on the road and you're servicing your clients with two trucks. If I got you enough business for four trucks, what are you going to do? Um, what if we got you a big account? What are you going to do? And it's not always as simple as, well, just go buy two trucks because um, a lot of times small businesses don't have a plan on how to fund that growth and we grow ourselves into bankruptcy. So balance is really important. Um, the other thing is, is we go out and we spend a lot of money on infrastructure. Um, and we know that we need a better operating system or better policies and procedures. But for what? Uh, do you have a plan to grow into those uh, policies and procedures? Do you have a plan to grow into that added efficiency? Um, the point is that you need balance and you need to have a plan. So the best way to prepare for any kind of change, I don't care if it's operational change in marketing change, in um, 
advertising change, sales change, is to map it out and look at it visually. Talk about it with your team. Ask the hard questions. Um, say to your team, what if we grew by 20%? And 20% means something to you. If you have 10 customers and you grow by 20%, you're going to add two customers. But if you grow 20% and you had 100 customers, you're going to have 20. So put that into perspective. Well, what happened to us? What would the number of people we need to service those customers be? Um, can our software handle it? Do we have enough financing to handle it? What is it going to do to our accounts receivable? You need to ask these types of questions. You need to slow yourself down instead of just running out there and saying, we need to grow. So many times I have been asked by business owners and managers, help me increase sales. Help me to do this. Help me to do that. And they did it as a knee-jerk reaction to an immediate problem they're having. And that problem is usually not um, caused by what they think it is. It's usually not a lack of revenue, though we'd all like more revenue. But most of the time, the problem that the clients are having when I'm dealing with them have nothing to do with really the revenue. It has to do with how they manage that revenue, how they manage um, the costs in their business. Um, you need to have balance. So um, another issue we have in balance is in how we pay ourselves or how we pay our employees. So it's nice to be able to give people uh, big salaries and big compensation, even ourselves as the owners of our organizations. Um, but there's got to be balance in how we pay, how we pay our our employees, how we pay our vendors, how we pay our suppliers, and you have to pay attention to what those things do to us, the limits they place on us, the liability and the risk uh, that they uh, place on us when we're paying people um, in the compensation models we choose. And the number one person you need to really pay attention to is yourself. One of the most overpaid people I run into in business is the owner or somebody in the owner's family um, in an organization. Um, it's their, just their little piggy bank and they've got credit cards and the company pays them and they take a big amount of money out and they buy things. Um, you've got to have balance in that. Pay yourself fairly. Your profit, your, your pay should be commensurate with the job that you do and your your profit is your bonus your profit being the owner of a company and having money left over is what you're supposed to strive for and having a lifestyle built on an inflated salary takes that balance away you're creating an imbalance in your organization you're creating a liability a risk for the viability of your company so um, a lot of people will say well how do you do it Ryan, how do you uh, manage your compensation at IA? And it's really simple. I pay myself the exact same way that we pay our employees with a little twist. And I've always done this. Well, I shouldn't say always, but I've done this since we had a bowling center um, in Klamath Falls, Oregon. And the hourly wage that I pay myself is equal to the lowest paid person in our company. Now, that means that my hourly wage um, is not a big number. So then you say, well, how's that commensurate to 
what you do. Well, I also bill at the highest rate. And every employee in our company is paid a bonus based on their billings. And I get the same bonus as everybody else. And I get a commission when I sell a new client. I get the same commission that if an employee uh, does. And then at the end of the day, at the end of every month, we close the books out. Whatever's left over, I get to keep, and I get to decide what I do with it. But the wage that I make is still pretty good uh, at the bonus and the commissions. Um, I account for still a lot of the sales because of the referrals, because of the work we've done uh, for so many years. Um, I do a lot of the work uh, myself because I enjoy being with clients. Um, here in Florida, it's three full days of billing. And three days of billing is a lot uh, for our organization. And it's a lot for me as uh, an employee of my own company uh, on my paycheck. So it creates balance though. Also what it does is that it takes away an employee's ability to say to me, well, you're bleeding the company or you are doing something to the company or oh, what, what do you understand about living in a budget? Look, I get paid the same way. I have to uh, run my life and have a budget and do the same things, and I hold myself accountable to that. So not everybody can do that right away. I understand that we've put ourselves in situations that create imbalance and that can not provide for you an opportunity to make some of the, the suggestions uh, that I'm giving you, but it's something to work for. Also, workload balance, okay? Having balance in your workload. If you see somebody in your organization that is working too much, carrying other people along, that's an imbalance. And uh, it's not just an HR problem, it's an overall morale problem. And you really need to think about why does that happen? Why does that person carry such a heavy load? There's a lot of people out there that uh, are proud and uh, they like to be able to put a lot of effort in. They derive a lot of uh, emotional fulfillment for putting out that effort. But doing that to the detriment of themselves and to the team um, creates an imbalance. So as leaders, we have to watch for that and we have to hold them back. We have to counsel them. Uh, we have to engage with their workmates so they don't take advantage of them. Um, and so that their workmates don't begin to expect that person to always perform at this high level. And then when that employee needs a break or needs to uh, go away for a family vacation or take time off or do some duties that were really already based and that, that he needed to do, that they still get done. So this also goes with watching how departments and divisions work together within companies. And you don't have to be a big company to have departments or divisions. Um, one person can be a department, so can two or more. And if you have different people that have different functions, you have to balance how they work out. Um, if accounting doesn't do its job um, and doesn't get the billing out and get the money collected, then we don't have the money to pay for payroll. We don't have the money to pay for our vendors. Maybe if we're a product seller, we don't have the money to pay for those products. Um, it may create a strain as we go and borrow more money and attempt to make up for those shortcomings of those departments not carrying their load. It 
what's causing that? You got to go to the root cause and decide um, why. You know, what's causing an imbalance in my organization? What is making this happen? And keep asking why until you get to the root cause and then find a solution. Um, most of the time, the solutions are not that hard to come up with, but they're harder to put in place. Um, it can be really difficult to put in place change and uh, change creates imbalance, right? So uh, when we decide that we're going to do something and make a change, we're asking people to put imbalance into their life for a short time until they get used to these new habits, till they get used to these new uh, tasks and the new structure, and it becomes a new habit for them, and then it gets them back in balance again. So if you can think about the problems that you're having in your organization as a balance issue, um, you can begin to look for what it's going to take to bring that back together. And it, it goes throughout the entire part of, of your company, from the hiring process all the way to when we bill and collect for the work or product that we give to our customers. And through that whole process, there has to be balance. There has to be balance in the way we communicate, balance in the way that we operate, and we react, balance in all of it. So if you're struggling with a way to identify what's causing problems in your organization, you might try the balance uh, way of looking at things and ask yourself, what can I do to balance this in my organization? What can I do to balance this in my life? And one last thought, and this is a short, uh, a short week, um, the IN Team podcast, but one last thought is, this dovetails over to balance in your life. So, if you have a family at home, you've got to have balance. I think that's funny coming from me. I've traveled extensively for the past 23 years, um, and I've made a lot of attempts to not travel. Uh, and all joking aside, when I say, you know, my marriage has been so good because I travel, we just don't get sick of each other. The reality is, is you still need to have that balance. You need to have that quality time. The reason we do this is for our livelihood. So what is your livelihood? Understanding what your livelihood and what's important to you and moving it up in your priorities. If your livelihood is based on spending time with your family, find a way to get that done. And having balance in your organization will help get you there. So when you're looking for something to drive you and give you uh, what it takes to reach your goals think about your livelihood and think about why you do what you do um, and then help that have that help you to propel you to reach your goals I hope that balance uh, is something that you guys can all look for and strive for in your organizations and in your life um, remember uh, there is an I in team the influence is you um, you have the most uh, your biggest responsibility is the influence you have on yourself and on others. Um, think about getting our book, Individual Advantages, Find the I in Team. It's available on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. Um, subscribe to our podcast, the I in Team podcast, um, and or on our YouTube page where there's a video version 
of our podcast. You can also follow us on social media, Iron Team Series, um, the Iron Team Series, and Your Biz Doctor on Twitter. So follow us. We have newsletters. You can subscribe to our newsletters. You can uh, get up to date on some of the advice that we give on a regular basis. I hope you all have a great week. And next week I'm on vacation, and I will be in Canada and Maine. And I think I'm going to record some things from there. Um, we're going to go visit uh, our friends in the north, and then go up into the Adirondacks and go over and have some lobster on the main course or the main coast. So uh, get some of that balance for me. Have a great weekend and a great week, and I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the I in Team podcast. We hope we've positively influenced you and you've picked something up from the show that you can use in building and influencing other individuals or your team. Please join us soon for another program on the Voice America Business Channel.